Militant mind, the general nine grip The crippled blades and a pen that can sharpen your spine Stiff, level-headed, though my mind flips From side to side, with an acrobat's experience After I stick it, I'm lyric down a demon-possessed IEA, seems Jay's the best for the job With no What's the word, y'all? It's KTR underscore podcast, Under Ropes podcast You are now live and direct With your boys, Cinco, Big Hard, and J-Bo himself For season two Season two Dose. The first episode of season two of Know the Rose podcast. Yes, we're gonna do a season every year. We're uh, done with oh, the year when we started our podcast, so we just had our one year anniversary. So we're starting fresh, live and direct with season two, episode one. My brothers, how are y'all doing today? Well, I'm alive and well. Season two, fresh as hell. I'm good. How about y'all? <laughs> I'm blessed. Can't complain. Highly favored with my bottle of Bel Air today. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> <laughs> no reason. Big Paul, Hall, how you feeling? Chilling. I'm good. It's good. good. Look like you're in good spirits. No doubt. Glow going on. Skin flourishing and everything. Hair all out of place. But anyway, before we get into the talks for today, be sure to do this one little simple favor for us. Go follow us on all social media platforms, KTR underscore podcast, Twitter, Instagram, Know the Rose Podcast, Facebook, and YouTube. Know the Rose Podcast on all podcast platforms, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Podbean. We are on everything. And don't forget to get your merch at ProWrestlingTees.com slash KTR Podcast. It's season two. We got to deliver and go stronger and go harder from last year. So let's get it and let's go. First off, first topic of the day, we're going to uh, dive into this real quick. Um, unfortunately, we had some uh, devastating news about one of our good friends, good brothers that we interviewed on our podcast in season one uh, not too long ago. Uh, Lionel Green, a.k.a. Leo Rush, he announced his retirement from in-ring action uh recently he had um a shoulder injury he uh experienced from when he made his appearance in AEW that we found out and um he's been making some uh he made a social media post uh especially on instagram where you could read it fully um talking about you no know, his longevity his future his family and everything and about contemplating if he wanted to make this decision he finally came out and said he's going to retire from wrestling. And like he also, I believe, said once he, his shoulder is healed, he'll complete uh, his contract uh, obligations that he has currently right now. Then once that's over, he is done with his in-ring action. It was hard to read that, uh, hard to see it, you know, especially with uh, a brother, a guy that, that's so young and the ceiling was just up there for him and everything. And a young, a young man just accomplished, accomplished so much in his wrestling career in such little time is finally hanging up the boots what do y'all have to say about that how do y'all feel about that hmm. I, I, i'll start off uh so first off all due respect to, to leo and his in-ring game you know me and him were around the same age uh, the, you know he's a father like myself so him having an injury and him thinking about his family and want to be there for those crucial moments. I get it. I completely understand. 
Um, it is it is shocking, mainly because even though he was let go from the WWE on two different occasions, he was still doing great things on the circuit. You know, he he came back and dominated in MLW. He he had a contract with uh, New Japan in the U.S. He just you know did a show for AEW uh, debuting for uh, their their uh, Casino Battle Royal. He was doing so much right now, and he was actually going up and up and up. All of a sudden, it just abruptly stopped. Um, it's kind of disheartening to see that somebody who was honestly making something out of his career just stopped. Uh, it, I, I would love to see more from him, but hey, you know, I get it. You know, you got to take care of yourself, especially when you have injury. Any injuries is going to make you think about your career. It's going to make you think about what's ahead of you. So I, I get it. I understand. I do wish, you know, the best for him. I'm looking forward to the other matches he has for the rest of his obligation. Maybe those will be star-studded matches, but hey, all good luck and best wishes to my boy, Leo. Big hard. Yeah, I do hope, um, first and foremost, that when he does fulfill his obligations, he leaves it all in the ring, give us everything, you know what I'm saying, go out with a bang, all that. It's, um, I think we all share the same sentiment that it's, it is disappointing because he is young. Um, he was on like a bounce back, like, you know, he um, had some missteps early in his career because he came out and he dominated, uh, what was it, ROH. He, he, he was uh, one of the top young cats there. And then he was bidding for, came to WWE, had some missteps, fell down, and he was picking himself back up. And it looked mm -hmm. like he was back on track to be back on top and to be better than he was when he was younger and on top. That's so. Right. It's, it's hard. It's hard to hear. And um, you just hope for the best for him, really, because, you know, we, we, don't, we don't know why. We don't know um, what conditions went into him making that decision. Um, but you got to trust him. It's his life. You know, it's his career. Um, I trust that he's making the best decision for him. But knowing that he had so many years ahead of him and uh, knowing what he was able to accomplish in this short time, even after a fall off and still bouncing back is it is. It's, it's rough to, to actually have to uh, hear and have to just accept, you know. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And I believe we could all agree that he did have one of the, the best, um, one of the best, like, great biggest, like, comebacks, like, once being released from the WWE with everything he was doing and accomplishing, especially even outside of wrestling when he did um, that reality show with MTV as well, you know, call everybody by surprise doing that and, you know, with his uh, drops of music he had here and there, and also a music video. Like he's he's been buzzing and making noise ever since. You know, being released from uh, World Wrestling Entertainment. And with that being said, like I have no doubts in what his future what lies ahead of him. I'm pretty sure he can make. He's been doing a great job with keeping the buzz around him, doing this and that with any ideas or creative work he's been coming up with. So look forward to what he has in store for us in the future. Uh, look for, I'm pretty sure he's going to be dropping more and more music now since he has uh, more free time. And we right. just, yeah, we look forward to all his uh, goals and accomplishments he will have in the future. Yeah. But with that being said, we're going to move on to our next topic. Wrestling at the Chase is finally returning. After 37 years in St. Louis, Missouri, wrestling at the chase has a lot of history. If mm -hmm. uh, you if you don't know, like wrestling at the chase, you could say that's that's uh that's 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 definitely the 
the stomping grounds for Ric Flair, Von Nerys, all, all that good jazz and everything. Like, and the fact it's coming back uh, with the NWA, with their pay-per-views coming, with their regular show and their all women's pay-per-view show, is I can't I can't wait to see it. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm kind of mad about it because I just moved my stuff out of the Central West End, so it have been down the street for me. So, I, but that's another story. But how, how y'all feel about uh, NWA coming to St. Louis? How you feel about wrestling the chase making its return? I don't think people realize really how big wrestling is in St. Louis, in Missouri, um, in the Midwest period, or how big it used to be. Um, yeah, man, this is where a lot of people have their stomping grounds. A lot of um, legendary wrestling um, uh, teaching schools were, were through here. Um, a lot of people settled here. A lot of people had to come through here to train. So um, I'm excited for it. We need more wrestling in uh, St. Louis. We had a couple um, a couple shows that were starting up before things hit the fan. Um, you know, it hasn't really bounced back like it probably will because of all the history here, but I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be good for, for St. Louis to finally get some more wrestling back out here. There's a lot of wrestling here and just adding NWA, you know, coming and having their shows here, that just adds more to what St. Louis can offer. Um, I mean, we can go down the list of just how many St. Louis or around St. Louis shows that we have, you know, of course, South Broadway, you know, it was one of the initial ones. They have Dynamo Pro and Kevin Lee Davidson got his wrestling show going on. WrestleMax, yeah. Yeah, WrestleMax. You got Glory Pro. You mm-hmm. got WA. I mean, we got so much wrestling going on here in St. Louis. It just continues the legacy that St. Louis is honestly one of, if not the main city, that you're going to see a whole lot of historic wrestling in. And so, yeah, NWA that just adds more to St. Louis wrestling resume. You know, that's just gonna keep building, building up. So what? So with that being said, because you know, uh, me Jane, they said looking forward to producing like you no know, an all women's pay per view, correct? Yep. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> you know, probably possibly any features that she might have for that. You know, what uh, independent women wrestlers that might be on that show? Because we know it's not gonna be any WWE wrestlers gonna be in there, obviously, because of contract reasons. But with that, yeah. um, we think they have a special store for us for this show. So Mickey Jane, I I I actually believe her uh, her statement that she got she got some play, uh, favors to pull. Uh, you know, Mickey Jane, she's been around for a while, and of course, she's currently married to the current NWA World Champion Nick Aldis. So I I feel that she's going to bring out uh, wrestlers that probably hasn't wrestled in a while, but can put on some good matches. I'm pretty sure she's going to make sure that some um, dream matches will take take place. I'm trying to think of who I would you know, definitely put on the card, but. But no, there, there, there's going to be some, this is going to be better than Evolution or whatever that we try to uh, pull for as far as an all-women's show. So I, I have faith in that at least. Big hard. I agree, um, but you can't really, it's hard to predict who will be there because there are so many <clears throat> legendary um, women who haven't really had much to do lately that could be on the show. I think the biggest that could possibly, I don't know if she's still part of WWE or not because they've been dropping a lot of their legends lately, but um. NWA, I think Trish, Trish might show. Mm-hmm. It might be able to get her out there. That'd be real, real, real big pop for him. Um, newsworthy, you know what I'm saying? So, all with that. 
I'm all for it, and I'm and I'm shoot. I can't wait to see. Honestly, like I said, I'm all for it. Can't wait to see what they got in store for us. But it's funny that you brought WWE with them dropping people left and right because they have some more releases within the WWE. And I know in our last show we did mention the fact that they, they dropped a couple people. You know, besides employees, we mentioned that uh, Josiah Williams got uh, let go. They released Tom Phillips, and also they released um, the other. Um, Money Night Raw uh, commentator, uh, forgot his name, but they got a new guy in now. But with that, they released some more wrestlers on top of that since our show. And those wrestlers are <clears throat> Braun Strowman, mm. Alistair Black, mm. Lana, okay, Ruby Riot, <clears throat> Buddy Murphy. Uh, hurt. And there was one more, I forgot her name, but she was with the NXT side. And, pl- and please uh, forgive me because I can't remember off the top of my head, but yes, uh, she was released as well. Yes. So with these releases, um, you know, I- I'll go first real quick. You know, oh. yeah, let-, let me speak on this real fast. Cause you know, I'm, I'm, I'm about the money entertainment from in my, in my perspective. Mm-hmm. First off, we're gonna start off with Braun Strowman. Mm. I feel like that was the worst decision ever. Complete garbage. And like I've been seeing people on Twitter left and right talking about I uh they understand this and that. And I've seen like like a lot of forums, I've been in chats and people was just saying, like, well, he's limited here, limited there, and it's it's way beyond that. Because first off. You wouldn't be paying a man a million dollars for no reason. That's right. Braun Strowman is a big draw. No matter how you write down, describe anything, he is money. No matter what you do, like the whole get these hands gimmick, gold. Then they transfer to the Strowman Express, gold. Like, And he's a good overall crowd favorite when he comes out. Yeah. No matter if he is, if you believe in your thoughts, limited in the ring, or if he's limited with personality charisma, because he plays a monster. And so when you're playing a monster, of course it's gonna be things that you're gonna do and not do. All he gonna all he's gonna do or supposed to do is yell in your face, do this and that, and that's it. Like I, like, I didn't see the problem. I'm like, I what what more? You, I mean, clearly he's not obviously seven feet tall, but he has a massive stature. And so with that, it's like, what, what more are you going to expect from a guy of his size? You want to see him doing moonsaults, drop kicks and everything? No, that's not him. You know, do you want him to be more colorful and have a personality? That's not his character. He's a monster. So he has to play that. And also I was saying they were talking about, uh, no, I'll just, no, just read, you know, a little, um, reviews and spoilers here and there talking about because they have like um what's name apollo's backup uh what's mm-hmm. name i forgot his name commander uh, yeah commander uh, something him and almost since they're like taller and bigger than him they're supposed to be like the next giants coming up but at the same time in the, the day they're not on his level respectfully mm-hmm. they're not and so with that you should mainly keep him around instead of worrying about trying to build these guys up because I'm pretty sure if you put these guys in a one-on-one match right now against each other 
I'm pretty sure it it won't go as smooth as you if you will put a match with Braun Strowman in there. Mm-hmm. It's gonna take some. It's gonna take a couple years for these guys to develop to get to that kind of level. So with that, I feel like it was just in like with Braun Strowman, you could do plenty of things with him with all like work outside of you with like entertainment, fundraisers, philanthropies, things like that, mission statements, whatever. He he'll be he'll be a great ambassador. That could be your next big show right there. Yeah. Even though it's kind of soon, but he could have played that role that Big Show was playing when it came to all the stuff he was doing behind the scenes, which makes a lot of sense because he's a good guy behind the scenes. If it, it feel like people liked him a lot. So like I didn't see what was wrong with him. But moving on from that before I keep going around with him. Ruby Riot, I feel bad for her because they never gave her a true opportunity with the women's tag team titles. Now they break up her and Liv Morgan and just making the women tag team division just, just is just getting diminished at this point right now. So it's just it's really no point of it, honestly. And I can see how hard feels about the women's tag team division. Uh, well, it Murphy took and Alistair right Black, but <laughs> Murphy and Alistair Black, two talents, great talents that they just cut for no reason because they couldn't figure out nothing else to do with them. It, it was not really their fault because they did their job. They did what they were supposed to do. They did the storylines that they that were needed, and they just cut them because they couldn't figure out anything. Lana, even though Lana's in ring skills were averages at best, they still need somebody like her outside from the rest of town. They just need the that's that was the entertainment part. That's what she played because she was perfect when it came to stuff like to divas or I'm not sure if they still do like. No calendars and stuff like that for like the women and stuff like that. But but she's an attractive woman. Not saying not trying to like throw shade to any other woman on the roster, but she's one of the top tier, you know, good looking women in the WWE. And so you need that because that sells. I'm just that's that's just money talking right there. It's being real. But I guess since they're bringing on no Eva Marie, I guess she's gonna take that line of roll. I guess whatever. But that's that's neither here or there. And I, I think that's it. That's all people I think. Yeah, so. Right. Yeah, I'm done now. <sighs> Here, let, let, let me go. Let me go. Let me go ahead and get all this off my chest. Cool. Uh, first, let me start off with Bron. Uh, I'm not going to lie. When Bron debuted with uh, the Wyatt family, I wasn't too interested, not because of who he was, but because they just introduced him as just this big guy. That's all. It wasn't until the 2018 Money in the Bank ladder match when Bron Strowman came in and decimated everybody. He wasn't just a big guy. He was a scary, intimidating big guy. And that sold and it worked. That worked for him as a face and it worked for him as a heel. It worked. To go off Senko's point, yeah, he could have definitely been an ambassador. He's good behind stage. He's good on camera. He got the look. He got the size. He got the in-ring persona. He got the uh, marketing. He got the merchandising. He got the catchphrases. He got everything that you would want on top of the fact that he's a big man. Um, Senko pointed out the whole, oh, well, he's big and he's limited. I would not put the term limited on Braun. I would not. He, he He's way more than what you expect out of a big guy wrestler. So I, I, I think that was just the biggest mistake. Over the years, it wasn't that you know they had nothing for him to do, even though he has accomplished a, lo- uh, a lot. They just did not focus on him that was the problem they didn't focus on the fact that hey you got a no pun intended big commodity right here with you but 
that that's just a loss on their end, honestly. Uh, Braun, Braun will be good if he does decide, because even though in 2020 he did make a comment saying that he would never wrestle for any other wrestling organization outside of WWE. I don't believe that anybody who picks him up is going to pay him some real buku money and they're going to use him well. Um, Ruby Riot, personally, I don't think they'd be ever truly liked her. Um, they just looking at her career, they never really gave her a chance. I remember when Wanda, uh, Ronda Rousey was there and she was just getting decimated every single week for no reason. I, I, it's not even the opportunity thing. I just think they signed her because I know somebody behind, behind stage liked her and she just been screwed over ever since. So upsetting with her. Alistair Black, in my opinion, they would have never used him to his full potential. They just wouldn't. He he got a good character and he has an amazing in-ring prowess. WWE is not going to take advantage of that. Bray Wyatt is different. He he's more or less one of those wrestlers who kind of grew up in the business with that you know type of gimmick. Alistair, he's already established his Tommy in. Okay, WWE would not have taken full advantage of that as they should have. Um, Mervyn, they could have done something well with him, but that was just another one of those drop the ball type of things. Um, great wrestler, good on the mic. He he definitely can play the heel role. Um, I'm not too sure about the face role, but definitely can play the heel role. Um, they just dropped the ball with that one. And then lastly, with Lana, everyone knows that Lana was right at the peak of her interest when she was the ravishing Russian Lana. Um, they can make it work. Okay, Lana could have worked. I would have took her out the ring completely. That's just me. That just, just keep her out of the ring. But as a valet or in some type of capacity as she was with Rusev, in the early days, oh, she 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 would have drawn. She would have helped build another wrestler status, male or female, doesn't matter. So, I'm not surprised, honestly, that she was cut, but they could have used her as well. So overall, these these they were screwed. Um, Braun Strowman and Murphy, in my opinion, was the biggest upsets. Alistair, even though a lot of people think he's one of the biggest ones, they would have never used him right in the long run. Yeah, um, Lana. She had it coming. Uh, this woman's head. Sorry, it's not funny. But the way he said it, though, the build-up, like. She's had years to improve in the ring. They were obviously, they, they, they just couldn't, I don't know why they couldn't fathom not keeping her in a manager role, but they were adamant about this woman being in the ring. They gave her increased time on TV. I know she had trainers in the world trying to teach her didn't stick all right nope. not even a little bit not even not 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 at all all right lana had to come in her uh, husband was gone i questioned when they when they got rid of him i questioned why she wasn't gone yet so i mean i wasn't surprised by lana i felt like it was a matter of time um especially with them bringing back eva marie who i don't understand either they fired her once because she same thing she had all that time to improve in the ring never did i don't see her staying around much longer this time um ruby riot that was disrespectful um to, to, to y'all credit, um, I don't think they ever really had intentions of using her much past uh, how they used her. Um, mm -hmm. I think she was another victim of WWE buying up everybody, giving everybody contracts on the indies just to take you from where you were and keep you out of the hands of the competition. And then just being like, all right, we don't need you no more. Right. You know, she spent really her best years being uh, cannon fodder for the rest of the women's division. So now, even though she's still capable she's older she won't have as much time to build back on the indies as she would have had she just stayed and built her you know built herself there so i'm um they, they did her dirty her whole career um who else we have um um alistair 
of course, disrespectful. They should have never brought same thing. Should have never got him. Um, yeah, wasted him. Um, he's he's excellent, excellent talent, and they just didn't know what to do with him. They had no business getting him. Um, in my opinion, they really didn't do him well in NXT. He was pretty generic. Um, he just was dope in the ring. Like his his gimmick. They they never really fleshed out his gimmick. Um, he would come out like a damn vampire and then come out in a suit to cut a promo, like Lucifer or some shit. I don't I don't know what they were going for, but it wasn't wasn't really cohesive. Um, Buddy Murphy, uh, <laughs> I believe I predicted that happening at the end of the storyline he had with the Mysterios um, that they weren't gonna have nothing else to do with him. He was just gonna fall back to the wayside. So you know, that's exactly what they didn't have nothing. To do. Even though he's incredibly talented. All the guy. Um I, I don't I don't understand. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know why they deciding on I don't know how they're deciding on people. I'm guessing they cutting certain amounts, whoever makes so much. I don't know. Um yeah. Yeah. last Braun Strowman. Idiots. <laughs> it, complete idiots. Now, um the, the first idiots I'm talking about is the people uh, of the of the internet wrestling community who think <laughs> they limited because y'all are used to um folks who can fly and more big cats now that can fly. But he wasn't just a big cat. He's a massive that guy. Was, he was a bodybuilder, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's what he did. He didn't. He wasn't in the ring until he got hired by WWE, all right, which wasn't that long ago. He went from being basically a walking, talking zombie to accept, like, he, he was a really good, he was a solid, we love to give praise to cats like Kevin Nash and Scott Hall. They were big guys. Compared to Braun Strowman, they weren't, they weren't nothing. They weren't nothing. They wasn't ish. You know what I'm saying? They, they couldn't move. They, they wouldn't be able to hold a candle to this guy in the ring. Ron Strowman could move. He was throwing drop kicks big as he would. You know what I'm saying? Like he, he had a great arsenal. Um, he surprised you with moves anytime he could. Dude was was a natural once given the time. He was cool on the mic. Um, anything he had, he turned to gold. I don't it's a bad decision. I don't know. I don't know what they were thinking. Um, uh, but he gonna be all right. Yeah. Yeah, he gonna he's be right. He's gonna be straight. Yeah, it's just it's, I feel like they just they really dropped the ball on him because I they it feel like they didn't just they didn't want to take the chance on him because he would always be right there. There, man. Like, he, ah. he's, he would be like the the step underneath of being the face of the business, or just just being at the the world title picture, and just they and they just like nah, be good. Cause I feel like because the only reason why he won the universal title is because. Roman Reigns didn't show up during the pandemic. Another thing that hurt Braun throughout his career is that he lost a lot of stupid matches, matches that he should not have lost. Right. Uh, it, 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 it that hurt his career, especially when he wasn't even in a definite storyline, and he would just and it wouldn't be like a an account or anything. Like he would lose clean, like yeah. clean exactly. loss. Exactly. And that that probably led up to where he is now. So that yeah, didn't make sense. Yeah, especially with the triple threat matches and like they made him look like the the weakest in the match. Yeah, yeah. When they had the the triple threat match with him, Lashley and McIntyre, I, I feel that was kind of disrespectful. I ain't gonna lie. They they made him just look like the rag doll of the match, and he the biggest man out the the three. But yeah, that's another thing. But completely different. Um, unfortunately, they did. There's room going out, so there are more releases to come. Trying to make that money back up, baby. Yeah. Danny Mac need his money. Yeah, so with that, changes changes are coming. And also, there's a possibility that we could have another WWE draft uh, coming up um, after SummerSlam season. 
And so if that is true, uh, what what are a couple ideas or changes that you'll make to the blue and red brand? Hmm. Ricochet going to smack. I already know that. Well, you said who will be in the next round of uh, people getting cut. They didn't say that yet. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, that's that's what I'm more interested in. I don't really care about the draft. Oh, you say who, who this might be get cut next? Yeah, yeah. Who, who you think? Who you think will be oh, getting cut next? Dang, that's a hell of a question. Nakamura is going to be going soon. I would say, but he's you know he's doing that storyline right now, and they introduce him with Rick Boogs and everything. So you know what? You know, it, does, right? does, it doesn't matter because they, yeah, it doesn't matter. So yeah. Um, shoot, I, said, uh, I think uh, what's his name, Riker. Riker's going to be next out. Because he already had controversy behind him, and I mean they're kind of doing something with him and Elias, but I, I don't. If they let a, let go Braun and Alistair, Alistair who actually had big nets weekly, I I, I think Riker's probably going to be the next one out. Let's uh, see. Well, I think probably um uh, shoot the rest of the Lucha House Party. Oh yeah. Yeah, they look like they, they might do something that just because. Probably yeah. have two all five live show they probably gonna be next yeah like him or somebody like shoot the way stuff looking at right now keith lee unfortunately yeah that's not even that big of a surprise yeah and i have no idea why they they brought him up proud and everything and i have no idea what happened I, yeah but that that little that looks like it's next and i don't know maybe a, a referee or something i don't know but yeah <laughs> just cause, shoot, I don't know. I don't know who they they will cut. Round out the numbers. We're gonna get rid of a rep. Yeah, it's just they just trying to figure out something. But with uh, the draft part coming up, uh, what what's a, a change of suggestion that you will make for a show with the roster? We are we on we know you said Ricochet to SmackDown. I mean, like, I guess but there's not many changes that I would suggest because they got enough right now that they can deal with on Raw and SmackDown. I got a change. What's your change? I say move the New Day to SmackDown and give us the triple threat tag team match that we want to see. <laughs> give us the Usos versus the Street Profits versus the New Day it, it ain't even gotta be a TLC match. It could just be a straightforward match. No, it do gotta be that match because everybody gotta be in the ring at the same time. I don't want to see no tag. This is a match that we want to see. That man, that it is. They need to. They need to make that move. Go ahead, and move Kofi Kingston over, and uh, Xavier Woods over to SmackDown. Get that faction back together. I'll say do that. I'll say do that. And let's see, what's another thing? I would take the street profits and I would move them. To Raw? Mm-hmm. And then this is gonna be a stretch, but right now there, there's not much they're doing with them. I would say let MVP help them out. Let MVP help them out, get a shine back on them and go back for the tag team belts. You see them going here. I don't know about Hill, more like a tweener, uh, mainly because I, the street probably not, don't have that much they can work with right now, but yeah. I can see adding more to their arsenal, just that's, like a different play. That's going to be real hard. I can't, I just can't see him as 
bad guys. It's gonna be something different. Yeah, it's true. Something different. Big hard, what you think? Uh, I, I <laughs> I was, they keep firing people like they're running out of real prices <laughs> for people. Like, you know what I'm saying? The draft just happened. They just pushed people. So what's the right? That, that, that's what uh, I was saying. Like right. they got stuff they can deal with right now. Yeah, right. They, the draft wasn't that long ago, and then they're they're shrinking the roster by so many people, by so many actual like main roster people who would actually be beneficial in a draft that it's like, I don't, you know, whatever, just, just do you, do your thing. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right. I'm smack down. But anyway, so that's all the time we have for the day for the show. Season two, episode one. Thank y'all for tuning in and listening. Oh, yeah, one more thing. We got our lightning round. We're going to bring that back for one time, one time. Lightning round. Y'all ready? I guess. Good. This is for the NXT in your house predictions. First, we're going to go with the million dollar championship ladder match. Cameron Grimes versus LA Knight. Who y'all got? Grimes. I'm sure. I'm gonna go with LA Knight. <laughs> but Cameron Grimes is hilarious. I don't want to be against him, but it's only right that I go against him. All right, next we got um oh yeah, the winner takes all uh tag team match. Bronson Reed in MSK versus Legado. Dale Phantasma. Mm. Whoever wins, look, they'll get both the, the North American Championship and the NXT Tag Team titles. So who y'all got for that one? Go with Bronson reading them. Yeah, I feel like that right makes sense because they just got the title. So I wouldn't see them. I wouldn't see Bronson Reed losing it. No, actually. I don't know. This one's kind of. Oh, hard. yeah. I don't know. Because this this is a great way to have Bronson Reed lose the title to um what's the old dude name? Uh you, uh Escobar. Yeah, Santos Escobar. I, that's the best way I could see him lose the title to him with, without him actually losing. If somebody from MSK gets pinned. So yeah. I can really see Legado Del Fantasma winning this match. So I'm gonna go with them actually. I'm I'm going with Legato mainly because uh, the the tag team already tried to go for the belts and they didn't win. But yeah, like this is an opportunity for Escobar to actually keep rising up that ladder for the cruiserweight title, North American title, and eventually go after the NXT title. To me, it makes sense, especially with the setup. I don't think he's going to beat uh, uh, Bronson straightforward. So yeah, the, the six man will make more sense. Hard. Oh, you, said, you said Ray, I'm sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Shoot, Escobar, probably the best NXT re- uh, superstar in the roster right now. Anyway, NXT Women's Championship match. Raquel Gonzalez versus Ember Moon. No no disrespect to Ember Moon. Former uh, NXT Women's Champion, former NXT Tag Team Champion. But she's going to get destroyed in this match. They let her star fade, man. She's, uh, she's, and she was one of the top women in the world when they yeah. signed. One of the yeah. top world she's nothing now i'm not excited about her at all i don't care <laughs> raquel like wow. man she she's better on every level for real like as far as charisma she's cool in the ring and everything her her, her gimmick is good uh ember she fell too far yeah. i'm going with raquel too as well that's sad man when you, when you think back on stuff like that how many people were on top of the world 
Yeah. And just get reduced. Nothing. Crazy. Next, we got uh, Mercedes Martinez versus Zaya Lee. Zaya Lee. I'm going towards Zaya for that one. Because they got to keep building that character. Yeah. That's a good point, man. I'm going with Zaya, too, as well. Yep, yep. And last but not least, the NXT Championship Fatal Five-Way Match. Karrion Cross, Pete Dunn or Doom? I keep forgetting. I don't know why. Pete Dunn, yeah. Dunn. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I read the name like this. just throwing me up. I know his name is Dunn. <laughs> so, yeah. Like I said, Karrion Cross, Pete Dunn, John Gargano, Kyle O'Reilly, or Adam Cole. My heart <laughs> is telling me Adam Cole. But reality... No matter no matter what match it is, you're always going to have your heart toward Adam Cole. I, I know, so I don't know. <laughs> Even though I know he's not going to win, I'm still going to say Adam Cole. <laughs> Go with Adam Cole for this match. <laughs> you know he's not going to win. My gosh, no, I'm I'm going for Karrion to defend. I think that'll be they 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 have a lot of faith in Karrion Cross for some reason. No disrespect, but I'm not seeing the main event field they're getting from Karrion Cross, but apparently NXT does, and I think they're going to continue that with him beating Freak. And I think that's why they got this five-way match, because they're trying so hard to make him a believable champion. So I think they he's going to have to come out on top, unfortunately. By having him beat five, four other top contenders, they because I, I, I never saw it either. Uh, who did he beat originally for the title, and then he got injured? Wasn't it Keith Lee? Keith yeah. Lee. Keith yeah, Lee. I, I questioned that as soon as they did it. Like they didn't make any sense to me. Be Keith no, Lee then be Finn Balor. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't get it at all. Um, but yeah, I feel the same way as you, J Bo. I feel like that's what they're gonna do. Um, Dunn is my guy though, so I'm a, I'm a hope for him. Right. I, I, I would love for Dunn to win. I just oh. don't see it. It's gonna be carrying cross, yeah. Yeah. All right, now that's all the time we have today. Thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for tuning in for our season two, episode one of Know the Rose podcast. And like I said, do this one simple thing for us. Follow us on all social media platforms. KTL underscore podcast, Twitter, Instagram, Know the Rose podcast, Facebook, YouTube. Know the Rose podcast on all podcast platforms. Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Bobby. We are on everything. And don't forget to get your merch at ProWrestlingTees.com slash KTR podcast this is season dose right here episode uno ktr and we are out what should they do baby? buy like five shirts <laughs> we got all right buy one buy another one um pump those numbers yeah, numbers, letters, all symbols of man-made devices that could cripple us all. Improve BKK, panic and with storm hits and knocks out the power grid. Are you fully prepared to live off the grid? How you stick?